podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Shift. I got a really good treat for you guys today. I got a special guest going on. And uh, this is going to be Real Estate Confessions. So tune in. And if you have not subscribed, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Real Estate Confessions number two. Like I said, I have a special guest for you guys today. I have with me Cindy Ramirez. Cindy's been in the industry for two and a half years now, has 25 closed escrows. She's got three listings currently right now and one open escrow. So without further ado, Cindy Ramirez. Welcome to the show, Cindy. Thank you, Oscar. It's fun to be here. All right, awesome. So like I said, it's real estate confessions. And real estate confessions... I don't want to know about the, the closed escrows. I don't want to know about all of the success stories. Actually, it can be a success story, mm-hmm. but just the behind-the-scenes stuff, mm-hmm. right? I know we were just talking a little earlier and stuff on, on a listing that you had, right? That, you know, there was a little bit of um, bumps during the transaction. Well, there's always a little bit of bumps in every transaction. <laughs> it's, just, it's just what we learn from them and uh-huh. then how we grow from them. Okay. Is what I've experienced because every transaction has been different. Okay. Um, so the last transaction, actually the one that literally just closed okay. last Friday, uh, was in the city of Colton, and that property was um, borderline a short sale. Borderline short sale. Okay. Yes, because that there wasn't very much of a margin in okay. regards to the equity of okay. that property, so. There was not a lot of room to to work with. Okay. You know, in regards to commissions and, and negotiations and fees from and all that, right? Repairs, okay. termites, all of that. Yeah. So just for everyone that that not into the real estate or don't really understand the real estate, can you just give us like a brief description of what um, a short sale is? Oh yes, absolutely. So a short sale is when a property um, is under market value. Okay. And so let's just say you purchased property five years ago, and let's just say you bought it for $410,000. Okay. 400000 just to make it even. Okay. However, the property right now, because, you know, the market changes every 90 days. Uh-huh. And the market right now is saying that that property is only worth three seventy max. Okay. Okay. But you've owned it for five years, and you're... Um, you know, in the loan about maybe fifteen thousand, so it's your loan is three eighty five, but the house is only worth three seventy five. Okay, gotcha. You know, gotcha. So your negative um, amortization. Okay. From the loan, which is you're you're just a negative balance. Gotcha, gotcha. So to sell your house, you'd have to come up with the difference in regards to the ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, then on top of that, you'd have to pay for the for the escrow, title, and commission fees. For okay. For uh, the agents to sure. do their job, so in that sense, this is where you'd have to contact the bank okay. and negotiate with the bank in a sense that you know the the homeowners are going through a hardship and they can't afford the property anymore, okay. and that's considered a short sale. Okay, got you, got you. Understand. So this is the one that you just closed this past Friday, or you this closed this past Friday? Yeah, it it closed this last Friday. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, cool. So, what can you kind of give us a little? Uh, story on on how this whole transaction happened and sure, like yeah, you know absolutely. stuff like that so the client um i actually met the client uh, through a facebook ad 
Uh, he did go and want to sell the property. Okay. Um, because bottom line is his mortgage was $3,500. Okay. In a Colton area. Um, so... $3,500? Yeah, $3,500 oh yeah. is, is a pretty high mortgage. Yeah. Uh, in Colton, majority of the properties are like on average three bedrooms, um, two bath, maybe like 12, maybe max 1,500 like living space uh-huh. square footage. But this house, there's three streets in Colton that have large properties. So this okay. house was a five bedroom, three bath, 2,500 square feet in Okay, size. that's a good size property. Um, now, when you're doing the comparables on that, it's a really hard to manage because within the actual radius of what an appraiser looks at, which is like usually about half a mile to a mile radius, uh-huh. there's not a lot of comparables. In fact, yeah. there was none. There was oh, literally wow. only one property that sold for around 430000 Okay. So I was going to list it for four thirty-five because that's what we needed to come in at just to break even so the seller sure. does not have to pay any money at the end of escrow. Okay. And um, it didn't happen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, um, you know, we got we got a lot of activity. We did some open houses, you know, at, at Legacy. A lot of the agents did open houses as well, too, and we just... Yeah, I remember that. You know, Everyone, you kept, you know, having them, like, every weekend. Living, yes, right? yeah, just so I can get the right buyer. And, you know, clients would come in, but a lot of times they really didn't qualify. Gotcha. Um, you know, because it was in the $430,000 range. Yeah. Uh, 435 So, finally, we got an offer. Um when it came in, uh, they only offered four hundred and twenty-five thousand. And again, I needed to be at four thirty-five. Yeah, just to break even, right? Just Correct. To, okay. So I ended up negotiating negotiating it down to um, to bottom line. They came in at four hundred thirty-two thousand. Okay. Okay. So really, that's not that much room, right? Uh-huh. So when you're going to sell a house, the agent needs to go in. You know, it is going off the words of what the seller is saying of how much they owe on the property. Okay. And they give us a copy of their mortgage statement so that way um, we can call the bank on their behalf. Sure. So that's what I did. So the payoff, okay. So it, it did work within those ranges in regards to um, what we listed it for and what his payoff was. Okay. Then we pulled title on the property. Once we pull title, title will let us know if there's any other additional liens or any sure. other um, judgments um, that can, you know, hold the sale from moving forward. Okay. Come to find out that that second note on the house, because he had a second on the house, uh-huh. um, he said it was paid off free and clear. However, the bank put a third note on there, which oh is my for gosh. the interest rate yeah. of the second note. Yeah. So there was an additional... $9,500 oh my God. that needed to come in on top of, you know, us yeah. breaking even. So that kind of threw a little wrench yeah. into, into our sale. So w- w- when did you find this out? When, oh, when you guys finally got into escrow, right? Right. Once we opened okay. escrow, once we pulled title. So technically, shame on me, I should have pulled title from the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. You know, to, to see right? that because, yes, but, but I was going off the seller's word. Got you. And saying, yeah, the second was paid off. And it's a done deal. But whenever there's a lien that's on the house, yeah. bottom line is that needs to be paid off. Sure, yeah. Or it needs to be negotiated down. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> So now you're, you're in escrow now, right? right? And, right. and you, guys, you guys, you had to negotiate your butt off just to even get to that break even. Just to, yes, yes. Right? Okay. Even. And then now you realize that like, oh crap, that wasn't the real number. Correct. That's like $9,000 under the actual number, right? Yes, now okay. 9500 
So the seller comes into my office and I'm like, okay, we need to talk. So at this point I'm telling him, you know, you're going to need to come up $9,500 to close this deal. Oh my gosh. So he's like, well, I don't have that kind of money. I could barely afford to go in and pay, you know, the mortgage. mortgage. Yeah, yeah. So I told him, okay, I said, well, we can, you know, we can do a short sale, but because the margins were right there, uh, we really tried to avoid that because a short sale will damage someone's credit for three years. Oh, okay. A minimum of three years. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, you know, because you have to claim that you're in a financial hardship oh, gotcha, to gotcha. even, you know, go through a, a short sale. And he hasn't been living in the property. It was his primary residence. He had the property for about eight years. Um, I want to say the past five years, he's been renting it out to medical students from the Arrowhead Medical Center. Okay. Um, so even though he was getting rent, you know, it was still uh, a cost that he had to pay every single month just to make sure the mortgage was paid. And on top of that, he was already a month and a half late. Um, when when I came into the picture in regards to getting the house you yeah. know, to be put on the market. Yeah. So this is where we're calling the bank, letting the bank know, like we're trying to go ahead and, and make this sale, uh, you know, like a, a full payoff. So that sure. way we don't have to go and do a short sale because the bank ends up losing money on it. Sure. <laughs> then on top of that, it, it appraised for the 432000 Okay. Which was a great thing. It, yeah. That's good news because now once it pays for that, now the bank's like, well, I want my money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So bottom line, long story short, the seller had to go out and get an additional loan somewhere else. So he had to go get a loan from another bank. Like a payday loan like or whatever? A, like a $10,000 note on somewhere else so that way he can go in and make sure that we're closed at the end of escrow for him to put that money into escrow so we can close on this deal as a regular sale. Oh my gosh. So, so I mean, he was, he was at first in the beginning, he's like, well, I, I want to be able to get some money out of this sale. Oh my gosh. Really? <laughs> he had the he, nerve to say that? Okay. <laughs> then he ended up having to pay at the end of the sale. That is correct. Which, so he literally, uh, well, not only did he pay you commissions or whatever, because mm-hmm. that's, you know, we don't, we don't work for free. Correct. Um, right. And then the, the buyer's agent also doesn't work for free. Correct. Um, they paid you guys out. And then he had to get an additional loan just to even sell his own home. Correct. Like, damn. Correct. But it does take the ease and the pressure off of him having to come up with 3500 every single month. It does, to yeah. To make sure this house is paid. Then on top of that, <laughs> there was um, some termite damage that was in the garage that was about $975, which yeah. needed to be taken care of because the loan required the termite section one clearance to be done. Oh, was it an FHA? It was an FHA. Oh, okay. Then on top of that, <laughs> um, there was, um, you know, some minor things that needed to be done to the property for sure. the request for repairs. So, um, you know, I hired a handyman and handyman went out there and did it. And that was an additional like $700 that he had okay. to pay for, um, which he did. Then to make things even worse, um, about two days before we were closing, the um, the buyer and the agent went to go do the final walkthrough, and when they went there, uh-huh. they um, they flushed the toilet, and the toilet handle stayed down. And so the house is vacant at this time. Don't they tell left. Me. The homeowner went in the next day. Don't tell me. And there was like water from oh, the upstairs damn. all the way down, running running down the wall downstairs and the whole downstairs floor was flooded are you not serious flooded, but it was yeah it was pretty drenched oh my god so, <laughs> i mean like so, what, what are you thinking at this point i mean like it's already it was this close to being a short sale 
mm-hmm. right? He didn't tell me about all these other liens. Right. And then this happens. Like, what the hell? Right. So that's what I'm saying. There's, there's always something that yeah. happens, but you just have to, okay, all right, well, you know, so the, the seller calls me kind of like, oh my God, this is what happened. What do I do? Yeah. I'm like, well, we need to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I hired a plumber. Plumber went out there. Bottom line is the seal that, that is around the toilet and the flooring the tile that's inside. So this has been happening ever since the house has been built. Oh my god! The house was built in two thousand and five, so it's not that old of a home. Yeah. But the tile lifted up from where the cement floor is at. Uh-huh. So where the toilet ring seal is was a wax seal, mm-hmm. and it it wasn't sitting flush with the cement, and at nothing. So where the wax ring was was I want to say, I want to say less than half an inch. Okay. But but because the tile that was on the cement, you know, made it rise up a little yeah. bit, so they needed a thicker one. But the developer did it when they when they bought the house. Oh, so this gotcha. was a problem that they always had. So whenever time they flushed the toilet, the water would run in between the two drywalls, and of course, water goes down. Yeah. So it so found it's way down the side pillar of the house. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what? Well, so so at that point, I mean, did they do like an insurance claim, or what did they do? No, then? so it was an insurance claim. So when the plumber came out there. Um, they actually took the toilet off, put mm-hmm. a new wax ring that, that, you know, like a thick one. I want to say it was about a good two inches in, okay. in diameter. Make sure it doesn't happen again. Correct. And, and we fixed the problem. So what we did with the flooring <laughs> is we pulled the carpet back. Uh-huh. The sponge that goes from the carpet oh, yeah. to the flooring, it literally cut the sponge out. Because it was, I want to say, half of the living room. Okay. And the plumber and, and one of his partners took the sponge outside to dry it, and then got one of these big commercialized size dryers to dry the carpet from. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Which it did dry the next day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the drywall, it was a little soft, um, but it didn't do damage to the paint, okay. and it just ended up drying itself off. Okay. So that problem that they had ever since 2005, um, which was which was minor because it only happened every time when you flush the toilet. So it wasn't like a constant water yeah, you know, yeah. to be dripping in the wall the whole entire time because then more damage would be oh, done. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, the handle got fixed on the toilet, the, the wax ring. So the new owners that are going in there, um, you know, they're not going to have any problems in the future. Mm. But we had to disclose that. Yeah, for sure. That this is what happened, Yeah. you know, two days before we closed. Oh, literally two days? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, well, they had already signed loan docs and done everything, everything already. Everything was yeah. done, yeah. In fact, they already funded. We were just waiting for the recording to be done. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Gosh, so, you know, I can just imagine like the other side too of like this literally just happened. I'm like, yes, no one. It's, it's out of no one's control. Correct. Yeah. Correct. You know, in it, when you own a home, you never know when something's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, it yeah. just it just happens, and you just you just need to fix it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You need to be dealt with. Yeah. Or else it'll just get worse. Yeah, because if you if you prolong it so long, and then when you actually go and sell your house, because. What I think average home or uh, people staying in, in a home for like five seven, to seven years, seven right? Seven years. Yeah. So, right. so if you don't take care of it right then and there, it's gonna freaking be messy mm-hmm. when you sell it, right? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be messy. Exactly. <laughs> so damn, but hey, congratulations on closing that one. Thank you. I mean, the seller was very happy in regards to getting it done. Like, oh my god, you don't understand how relieved I am from this pressure that you've given to me. So thank.
Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed that show today with Cindy. Um, talking about a short sale and everything that happened. So it's crazy. This is behind the scenes stuff that you don't normally hear about. So please hit the subscribe button if you guys want to hear more stories like this. Um, so stay tuned and it's going to be a lot of fun. Enjoy.